And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Welcome to Seeing Red. Hey, boys and girls, welcome to Scene Red. I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Rebecca C. Lofgren. And I'm Aaron Illich. For the, let's see, where are we at? We're on Monday. So that means this Thursday is going to be Halloween. <laughs> Ooh, that, that sounds good. Um, so for this episode, we've decided that we're going to go through our top ten. Well, Rebecca went with Scariest, right? Yeah, the one that scared me the most. And then you went with what? I just went with movies because scary movies don't really scare me. Horror films, I like yeah, like horror films and stuff like that. Like they don't really scare me. I don't get scared. I just like them. Like it's the, if there's a good story involved in it, I like you know I like it. So I mean and, that's what I have, and that's what I went with. I went with the horror films, the horror genre, and uh, so we we have a collection of. Well, a possible of 30 different movies, but I, I have a gut feeling that we're going to overlap a lot of movies. Um, so, who wants to start first? Youngest first. Fuck you guys. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so what's number 10 for you? Well, I mean, I don't really have mine in any kind of order. I just wrote them down as they came to my mind. Uh-huh. So, I mean, most, so, like, mm, half of the movies I wrote down were like movies I've seen that I was a little kid. Like I have Okay, what's the first one then? Well I have written down first is Hellraiser. Oh I actually forgot about Hellraiser, yes. Hellraiser is one of my favorites. Um it No we don't no, keep going. No, no, no. we're doing no, one, one at a time. One at a time. I thought we were just no, reading them off. No, no, no. You told me this. You guys had like a, a, a little pack between each other. You're like, okay, well, we're going to read them off one at a time. No, what we'll do is we're, we're going to talk about, you'd say the movie, we'll talk about it, and then we'll move on to the next person, and then we just go around and around. Okay. So we're talking, what, 1980, what is that, 84 Hellraiser, that one? Yeah. Original Hellraiser. Oh, yeah the original Hellraiser. I remember mom let me watch Hellraiser. And, it, you know, was I? Was it? No, I had to be later in 84. Um, because I was, I don't think Rebecca was born. So between 84 and, and 88 uh, was when it came out. And uh, I remember mom seeing, she wasn't watching it. She just bought it from, not bought it from, rented to. Back in the day, boys and girls, we had this thing called a VCR. Yeah, a VCR. And it's like Stone Age technology now. And you actually went to a store to buy videotapes. 
Yeah. Or not buy, but rent them. And you'd rent them neither a week or, you know, days. And and back then they also had a, a place called Blockbuster. I miss Blockbuster. <laughs> so, <laughs> so do I. I. But anyway, uh, you know, I'm watching Hellraiser. She doesn't know what's going on because she, even back then I was into horror films. And she came out and, you know, the guy's getting skinned alive. And she's like, what are you watching? And I'm like, the movie you rented for me. And she's like, oh. Oh. I remember the first time I watched that movie, it scared me so bad. I was just like, my mouth was open the whole time, just like. I it love that movie. It that gave is a me good goosebumps, movie. made the hair stand up on my neck. I was like, ah! I was what watching it myself. Is I was your just like, pleasure. That's good. Pinhead, man. Okay, what's your next? What's your first one? Number ten. My number ten is Nightmare on Elm Street. Really, Nightmare on Elm Street, number ten. Okay. Um, just because it like freaked me out so bad. I remember watching it. I know I probably watched it when I was real young with like a group of people. And it was scary. But Her brother. <laughs> when you watch it by yourself, like in your room, with all the lights off. That's I, how I watched it. I would always do movies. that. And then that whole night, I was afraid to fall asleep. <laughs> I really was. Like, I tried so hard to stay awake, but I was just like, I was petrified to fall asleep. Like, I, I was afraid he was going to get me, I swear. <laughs> what about you? Wait. No, wait. Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, yeah. A- that's on my list. But, I mean, what is... <laughs> For me, Nightmare on Elm Street, um, I, I like it a lot. It, it was, a, again, one of those movies that just, like, made the hair stand up on the back of my neck. Nightmare on Elm Street, to me, was more of along the lines of, like, what she says, like, you can't really fall asleep, you're afraid. Right. You know, and at that time, that was one of the scariest movies Especially when there. you're little. Like, when, yeah. you, when you watch it when you're little, was, it, like, traumatizes you. I was probably about... Five or six year old, six years old, watching that by myself. Really? Yeah, I, I got in my mom and dad's movie collection. Like they would leave me there, and they'd go off and do something else at night. And you're like, "What? Well, That's great. Let's yeah. go leave our five year old by themselves yeah. at night." Yeah, and I'd get into their movie collection, and needless to say, I found pornos. But hey, whatever. <laughs> Some of those can be pretty scary too. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. But I, I, I got, I put that in there, and I was watching. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, that's. That's definitely a good one. Um, my number 10 is The Strangers. That Just, movie was pretty creepy. The original one or the new one? The, the one with Liv Tyler. The new, I think there's, I think there's a new, I think it was a remake. I don't know, but that's a true story. That was creepy. Yes. And that's what kind of freaked me out is, um, Lacey and I went to the movie theater to see it. And in fact, I think that was the last movie we saw together in a movie theater. And, um, it was just like, it, it, it wasn't the supernatural, creepy type feeling. It was like, fuck, this could really happen. Yeah. You know, and this could happen anywhere. Yeah. And it would just, you had that uneasy, unsettling feeling of, you know, just that, that nerve, just almost being on, uh, on tense, on standby, like yeah. somebody's going to try to do something. Um, and that was, that's number 10 for my list. What do you got for number nine, Aaron? Um, I have, well, I don't have for number nine. I just but I mean, which one's next? What's next? Um, if we were going for like, for like order of something, uh huh. And I, it just came to my mind because, as you said, the strangers, white noise popped into my head. I actually have that movie. That's a good movie. Like it, Michael Keaton. Yeah, it, it was it was kind of creepy because like, it's one of those things that it, some people say it could happen. Yeah. Some people deny the fact that, you know, there could be, like, otherworldly spirits and stuff like that. Oh, absolutely. Some Sometimes stuff like that can happen. Like, it, it's 
it was kind of sad too because it was like a love story involved in with like a creepy, I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. But I mean, I I just wrote that one down just because it popped in my head when you said the strangers. Yeah, Michael Keaton did a, a fantastic job in that. He did. Um, I'm trying to remember the whole premise of the story because it's been so long. His wife died. His wife. I, and he he was trying to get a hold of her. Right? I don't think he at first he wasn't trying, was he? Was right. he like sitting there like and like letting the static noise go, and then he noticed something or something like that? Yeah. That's... Like, what's what's that? And it, like it kept going on and on and on. But they get him at the like, end. Yeah. Spoilers, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was creepy. What do you got for number nine, Bets? Um, this isn't really a scary, scary movie. More of like a creepy movie. But I love this movie. It's called um, Rose Red. Oh, Rose Red from the the old uh, ABC series. It was it was shown on a series. As... Yeah, it was in a series. Really, it was like a mini series. Right, right, right. Stevie That's King, what I meant. Mini series. Yeah. About the girl who's like telepathic or whatever. Yeah. So she was like. Uh, slow. Yes. That freaked me out, but it was also like intrigued me. Like it was so good. Like I had to watch it. Actually, I think I've seen that. That's good. Like I, I they moved to that house and it's like full of spirits. Yeah, I did see that. I did. I I didn't know what it was, but I seen it one time and I seen. It, I was like, ah, oh, that was a good movie, and I didn't know it was. A it wasn't. Even, you probably didn't watch the whole thing because it's no. not like four or five parts to it. No. Well, the funny thing is, is when you said Rose Red, I instantly thought of our late Grandma Mona. Because when it was playing on ABC, um, she would watch it. Uh, that was her favorite scary movie, was Rose Red. Yeah. Whenever it was on, she'd be like, shh, you know, and watch it. <laughs> I've seen it a lot of times, but I still love it to this day. Like, I want to buy it. Um, My number nine is from the director of the guy who just put out Man of Steel. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting enough, Zack Snyder, the guy who did Man of Steel, Sucker Punch, uh, three hundred. Uh, I think he didn't he do the first Iron Man. I think so. Yeah, I think so. But before all of that, he remade Dawn of the Dead. Oh yeah, and yes, and um, as much as I really appreciate and enjoy George Romero's movies. He just knocked that movie out of the ballpark. I mean, he just, he just, oh my God. I watched it and watched it. That's probably out of all the zombie movies that I have, and I have them all, pretty much. Other than, uh, I don't like comedic zombie movies. You know, like, uh, um, Warm Bodies. Eh, <laughs> that was a good That movie. was a good movie. But I mean, more like, you know, Night of the Living Dead, part 500, and yeah. shit like that. You know, where they're was actually, corny. Yeah, where they're actually talking now, going, Bruh! I don't like that. Uh, but he, Zack Snyder came in and he put more of a, a modern day feel to it and it still took place in the mall and it kind of played with my imagination because I was like, well, if I was in that situation, I'd do the same I thing. Like a zombie baby. Yes. Yes. But let me, so let, let me just say real fast on that mark, I came up with the concept of zombie baby first. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. What do you got next, Darren? Um, I have it. It actually made my list, but then it got kicked off. It went into like <laughs> eleven. Uh, good movie. What What did it for you? Um, same feel for me is like a Nightmare on Elm Street, except the the whole sleeping thing. <laughs> um, I when I seen it, I just, I was just distraught. Like it to me, it's still it's still creepy. Like it's just the ominous we all feeling. Float down here. We all float down 
You don't like clowns, do you? I'd, I don't care about clowns. It's fucking... I don't either. Like, I, don't, I have nothing against clowns. They don't scare me, but that clown is freaking yeah. terrifying. Yeah. He is. Um, I, I forgot what his name was. I just, Pennywise. Pennywise. No, not his, the actor that played oh. John Ritter. Oh, no, no, not John Ritter was the, the pro, uh, protagonist. Um, he does Nigel Thornberry's voice. I'm yes. Rocky Horror Picture. Yeah, I yes. was gonna say. I was, I was like, how does he go oh from God, dressing up, <laughs> dressing up, people like are, you know, people on, on listening to this are going, it's you know, and, and yelling at them. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it's like, how do you go from a cross dresser with lipstick on <laughs> to a fucking how? Uh, 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 what do you what do you call it? Um, homicidal, supernatural clown. Like, Wasn't he like an alien or something? No, no, it was. A demon. It wasn't even. It, oh, it was a demon. Yeah, he. Well, turns that spider thing at the end though. Yeah, yeah, but the spider thing was the the actual demon. The form. actual oh, demon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, fuck. Yeah, I, I can't for the life of me remember his name. Uh, I have the. It's like the picture of his face. In my yeah, head. yeah. With, I, his, with this creepy smile, he's like. I'm like. <sighs> <laughs> You know, that's actually one of the things that they're talking about remaking. No, don't. Is it? The it, yes. I don't think they should. Don't don't ruin it. I don't think it will be as good. Hence the pun, don't ruin it. <laughs> um, Let's see. I pulled up IMDb here, folks. And of course it doesn't. Want to load? Let's yeah. see. No, 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 no. <clears throat> See, that's the problem with iPhones. iPhones need a bigger screen. Yeah, most definitely. I can find that real fast. Here, I got it. I got um, it. Yeah, I just had to get to... No, that's not it. Again, fingers are too big for the screen. <laughs> now, now you know how I... By, by this time now, the listeners are like, definitely they just screaming. Did 200 of them dropped just now. They're like... Doo, 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 doo. Okay, come on. They're just yelling at us behind the the thing. They're like, Tim Curry. Yeah, Yeah, Tim Curry. God, that man. It's freaking (laughs) green. That's why he made a perfect it. Yep, look, Pennywise. Yeah, I know. He's like, we all love now. And you're like, no, we don't. We stay up. The kid's like, I'm going to go down there. And I'm like, why? I was little. I was like, what is he doing that for? <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Forget about the boat. <laughs> I'm serious. Because you're little, you're like identifying yourself with that. And you're like, yeah. like I was probably like well, five when I first seen that movie. There. And I'm just thinking like, I wouldn't have done that. I'm five years old. I would have done that. I'm not stupid. Right. Just off of a off base of what we're talking about. How old do you think you were when you've seen your first mo- scary movie? Just out of curiosity. Me? Both uh, of you. I was probably two or younger because I remember being little and sitting in mom's lap. Uh huh. And I think she was watching Puppet Master, and she had my she had a blanket over my head, and I kept pulling it off, and she's like, I "Can't watch this." And she put it over my head, and I kept pulling it off. I was probably maybe two. Like I remember that I remember watching a scary movie. I kept watching it anyways. I was probably three or four. See, I, I was curious because that's actually one thing that I'm I'm kind of trying to get Zoe to do is I want one of my kids to have interest in horror films. Jaden has no interest whatsoever in horror films, so like, I'm trying to get like, Zoe into <laughs> horror films. 
And she watched... Um, Just watch around her. What did she watch? She watched... Well, first, she watched the uh, the remake of The Evil Dead. Yeah. And when something bad happened, I don't remember exactly what happened, she jumped up, she's like, oh no! And screamed. And then, <laughs> and then ran into the, and then, um, just the other night we watched, um, oh, what was that movie called? I called you and told you that I watched it. Conjuring. The Conjuring. Yeah. She watched the majority of that with me. So I'm, I'm already warping her mind. I, I watched, uh, horror movies around Vanzina ever since she was a baby, and she loves them now. Mom's like, you're, you're never showing her that stuff. You're gonna give her nightmares. Well, that's, and that's probably why, is because we were so, I don't want to say prudish, but I was, I was, but when mom, it came to, but mom was just as bad, okay? Mom's like, oh, you can't watch this, but then mom's like, oh, well, I'll just let you watch it, and then right. me and mom are sitting there watching horror movies together. Well, see, because I didn't watch horror films around Jaden, so that's why he doesn't like horror yeah. films, but, I want, like I said, I want at least one of my kids to, you know, so I can take to the movies and see a horror yeah. film with. Um, so, there you go. What's your neck? Uh, let's see. That was, we were talking about It. Yeah. Okay, and then what's yours? Mine is Child's Play. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was good. The first one. I mean, we know that once they get to, like, Seed of Chucky and Ride of Chucky got really corny. And I right. still like Ride of Chucky just because I think it's funny, but the original Child's Play terrified me. Were you were you born when it came out? Me? No. I wasn't. No, I mean Rebecca. I don't know. I think it came out in like 80-something. I can check. Because I remember Mom and I went to the actual, well, it wasn't a drive-in, but we went to the walk-in theater. Yeah. And um, nowadays they're called cineplexes, but back then, folks, they were called walk-ins. You know, when it first... Before they came about more so oh, than... yeah, you were born. I came out the year I was born. 88? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that's a Chucky. It's probably why... It probably came out when my mom was pregnant with me. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably why I turned into the way I am. I, I was never... When did it come out exactly? What month does it say? Um, I do not know. I'll check on Wikipedia. But uh, that movie scared me. Well, it didn't scare you because you didn't play with dolls. No, I didn't. I was... <laughs> Her great grandmother. Wow. Okay, just to stop you. Yeah. Right here. Right here. Um, me and her are both looking at this Blu-ray cover, and it has every Chucky movie ever made. There's six of the them. Complete collection of Chucky. There's Child Play Part One, Two, Three, Four, and then Bride of Chucky and Seed of Chucky. And Curse of Chucky. Kurt, wait. Oh, maybe there's only three Child's Play. Curse of Chucky. Yep. Was another Chucky that came out? It just came out. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Um, but anyway, what I was talking is, and and uh, this November was I was already born. Okay, go ahead. This was um Rebecca's side of the family. Um, well, Rebecca's dad's side of the family. Um, her great grandma had this place, and when you walked down the hall, she had cases of these creepy ass dolls. Do you remember those? Yes. And I remember seeing Child's Play, and then going down and seeing those dolls. And never before it did it bug me until yeah. after I seen Child's Play. Yeah. It was like, fuck, man. Um, my number eight spot was The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Um, I just, I dug it. I, I really liked it. Um, it took an, it took another approach at The Exorcism. You know, mm-hmm. in fact, I remember they're like, oh, it's based on a true story, da 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 da. I remember jumping online and, and actually listening to the audio of, of the possessed guy 
you know, talking these different languages, and and it, it did it creep me out. I mean, it was uh, it was just a good story, um, creepy new approach. Have you guys seen it? Mm-hmm. No, I've seen it. And uh, I, I like, and that's when I was starting to think about becoming a director, and I was looking at movies more intently, and I realized that the director used different shades of lights, uh, color lights, yeah. to to enhance the the scenery. Like, whenever you seen an orange overlay light, you knew something demonic was going to happen. Yeah. And that just played to my creativity, and I really enjoyed it. So that's why I went with that movie. All right, what's on your next? I have, well, I'm not going to say that one yet, but The Hills Have Eyes. Now, are we talking Wes Craven, Hills Have Eyes, or the remake? When was the remake? I think, I think it is. 2006 is the remake. I think, yeah, it was the remake. The remake. Okay. I have a few remakes. The original one was freaking free. The, the remake was scary because it had better... Graphics. Graphics. Special effects. effects. But the original was just freaking eerie. Yes. And that, and it was shot out here. Yeah. Where we live. Yeah. Not in Apple Valley, but it was shot in Lucerne. Yeah. You didn't know that? Mm -mm. Yeah. So, what was it? What, what, excuse me, what do you like the most about this movie? It's possibility. It could really happen. It could. Yeah. Yeah. It would. I mean, I'm not saying the exact story happened, but. I know for a fact that there are people out there have that have gotten birth defects from being yeah. near nuclear bomb right, sites. Right. Yeah. So I mean, it could happen. Yeah, like you could stumble upon an abandoned nuclear bomb site and find a whole bunch of cannibalized, crazy-ass, mutated people that want to kill you. Yeah, <laughs> and that's why I thought it was just so crazy. About Especially when you live out in the desert. Yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I really enjoyed it. It was a it was a fun movie to watch. Well. Uh... Never mind. I was going to tell you, but I forgot the name of the movie, so I can't remember. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think. It was... Um, oh, hell, I don't remember. But what was your favorite part of the movie? My favorite part of the movie was probably... Um, I think it was... There was this part where you know, they had like this uh, mobile home trailer type thing. And uh, they... They like the, the the mutated people found it, and I think it was like one of the one of the girls was still in there, and like oh shit, what's that? Like cause they heard noises and they they looked outside and they seen these mutated people walk up and they're like oh my god, it was an RV. RV, yeah. And um, so she like panics and she tries to hide and they look they go in there and they look for her or whatever, and like. She tries to dart out or whatever, and they see her, and they grab her, and she's, like, trying to fight him. And I really liked that part, because it was just, like, you know, like, when you watch Jaws, and you hear the dun 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 It's kind of what was right through my mind. Um, one of the things I liked the most about it is because before they made Hills Have Eyes, um, the director's name is Alexandre Aja, A-J-A, Aja? Aja. Aja. Um, in 2003, so three years before he did this one, he came out with a movie called High Tension. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard of it. In which I was actually kind of torn on um, putting it down my top ten list because 
I couldn't. It's it's questionable whether or not it's it's more like a mind fuck than actual scary yeah. movie. And if you haven't seen it, watch it. Oh my god, watch it! It's just such a good movie. The ending just had me like, whoa, you know. And it was just a really cinematically, mm-hmm. it was just great movie. And he went places that he normally American movie makers wouldn't go. So I was following him, and then the next movie that he came out with was the remake of The Hills Have Eyes. And I was like, oh, he's going to take all this mind-fucking and, and put it into this remake, and which he did. Mm. Yeah. And and that's what I pull out of, of The Hills Have Eyes. Is, is It is. It's just almost a two-hour ride of just getting fucked in your brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely was. That's why I said it. it's, a, it's a fun movie to watch because you're constantly like, what the fuck, dude? Yes. And but, it's, yeah. it was graphic, too. Mm-hmm. And that was another thing that he brought to the table, um, is how graphic in nature the high tension was, is just his forte. In fact, he's the guy, let me see, I'm, I'm pulling up IMDb right here. Um, let's see. He also did Mirrors. I like that movie. Um, he, he was the writer and producer of P2. I don't know what P2 is. Do you? Yeah, I do. It's about a parking garage. It's, it's a scary movie about a parking garage. I've seen P1 and P2. Really? Yeah. And let's see. Let me see what other... Okay, so after he did Hills of Eyes, he did Mirrors, and then he did Piranha 3D. Oh. And this year he came out with a movie called Horns. I'm not sure what that's about. Horn? Good. Horns or... Horns. 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 Oh. He does pretty good movies. Yes, he does. Like suspense thriller type stuff? Yes. Okay, number seven for you, Bets. This movie isn't really, like, scary. It didn't really scare me, scare me, but Pet Cemetery. Just because <laughs> I've always been treated, like, because, you know, I love animals. And right. The fact that you could, like, bring your animal to life, like, it treat me. Um, yeah, that that actually doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, Why? I said. I, just, I looked at it and I just shook Why my head. Why doesn't it surprise you? Um, just because of your your love of animals. And I love Stephen King. It's my favorite Stephen King book. But I don't know. I just really like that movie. It was kind of creepy, especially with a little baby. Oh yeah, at the end, yeah, that, that was. <laughs> oh that, yeah, that kind of like, me what out. would you do though? Like. You brought your baby back to life, and now your baby's trying to kill you. Like, how do you deal with it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. I don't know. I, I thought it was a good movie, and it was creepy. Um, and that was the last theatrical appearance of Herman Munster. Yep. I can't think of the actor's name, his real name, but that was the last movie yeah. that he played in. Um, let's see. Let me. Okay, we're doing a lot of IMDb in tonight. Let me go here and see. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Okay, what was your favorite? While I'm looking this up, what was your favorite scene in the movie? Do you do you have one? Me? Yes. Um, probably when he went to go bury the cat in the pet cemetery when the cat died. Uh huh. Um, I liked how. Well, I remember. The, well, he didn't bury the pet cemetery, but there was a pet cemetery full of people's animals that were dead. And then someone had told him about the ancient the ancient Indian burial ground. And the cat got hit, and he didn't want his uh, daughter to be all upset at her cat church. So he went and buried the cat, and he 
really didn't think that it would work, but it was just like a last resort. Right. And then when the cat like came back to life, I was like, like this is awesome, you know what I'm saying? Well, the funny thing is, and I just had to check this on IMDb just to confirm that if my memory was correct or not. Mm-hmm. We went to the Foothill Drive-In. And I say we, I mean, you were included in this. Oh, really? You had just turned one. Fuck, they really warped you. You know that? <laughs> because I remember we were sitting there watching the the um, the movie, and you were in, in, like, this car seat, you know, and I was sharing popcorn with you and giving you drinks. And, then, and you were watching this horror film on screen, you know. Eventually you fell asleep, but, yeah, I actually have that memory of you being a little baby. You know, and watching a, a film in, at a, in a drive-in. Now you're all sorts See? of fucked up. No, but I'm serious. <laughs> it's weird because you wouldn't think something like that would wear off on you. But, but it apparently does. it did because that's one of my favorite movies. And that's probably the first movie I ever went to the movie theater to see. Probably. Probably, yeah. Other than Chucky while you're still in utero. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my number seven is the original Night of the Living Dead. You stole it from me. I had that too. That's the first zombie movie I've ever seen. Yes, that is, and that's actually what I was going to say is, and the funny thing is, is uh, years before I started writing the end, I really wasn't into zombies. Yeah. But I had the creatures called the Unluckies. If if nobody's ever read this, um, I wrote a, a story for thirty three months on a, a e-magazine called The World of Myth. It was a post apocalyptic tale. And I created creatures that were very similar to zombies called the Unluckies. Uh, but they were, they weren't really dead. And in order for me to do the story, I needed to research zombies. And I started watching all these different zombie flicks. And from that point on, I became a fan of zombie movies. Yeah. Just because I, I really liked it. And with this, it was interesting enough. Unfortunately, I had to throw it away because I just cleaned the garage. I actually kept the videotape. I had the original VHS tape of Night of the Living Dead. And um, it was it was broken in the garage, so I had to toss it. But I had it for all this year, you know, all these years. That was the very first zombie flick that I saw. And it wasn't scary to me. No, it wasn't scary at all. But it was something, it was a foundation that I was going to build on and build a reputation on. So when you, when did you see it though? When you first started writing uh, the the end? Yeah, yeah. No, when I first seen that movie, because like I like you said, like I was never really because they didn't have a lot of zombie movies. Like no. when, when I was younger, no. I remember it's when we had the black box. Oh yeah, the black kill box. <laughs> yes, and um, mom and my dad were at Stateline or something. I was probably like maybe ten. And they would leave me at 10 Yeah. when they would state line. Oh, I know. Because they would go for like the night and then come back the next day. And I remember I was on watch Showtime and then it came on. And I was like, what is this? Like, I don't think I'd ever really seen a zombie movie before that. I'm watching it. And I'm like, what's that? Like, it, was, it creeped me out because I was by myself. You know, right. in the dark. And you're like young. 10 years old. Right. And I'm just like, like, oh, my God. Like, it freaked me out so bad. I probably didn't sleep the whole night. And I waited until the sunlight came out to go to bed. I was so scared. Made sure every window and door was locked like 10 times. But I remember after watching that, like, I didn't see a lot of zombie movies until, up until probably when Resident Evil, the original one, came out. Yeah. And then, no, I lied. Before Resident Evil came out, I played Resident Evil on PlayStation 2. One. Two. I didn't play the original Uh, Resident Evil. 
It was one of the Resident Evils on PlayStation 2, and I remember it played that, and that game freaked me out so bad. It was probably like, Resident Evil um, 4. Probably. That was the first one for PlayStation And then 2. when the Resident Evil movie came out, because I had already played the game, I was like, I gotta watch this, because that game freaked me out so bad. Like Right. And that's when I started loving zombies. Like, really loving and enjoying watching it, because the Night of the Living Dead freaked me out. So bad. I never watched it again after that. Well, that's not true. I, I did... How do I explain this? Another thing interesting enough that our, our grandma Mona enjoyed was zombie films. She liked zombie films because I remember watching all the the Night of the Living Dead two, three, four. You know the one where the yeah. Michael Jackson dude. Um, <laughs> but I never had an appreciation because they were funny and stupid to me, so I mm-hmm. didn't really care for them until I it was introduced to George Romero's Night of the Living Dead, mm-hmm. and that was the only one that I hadn't seen of the Night of the Living. I've seen you know seen them all. And, um, of Night of the Living Dead. How do I explain this? Okay, George Romero and John A. Romero, they co-created the Night of the Living Dead franchise. Yeah. Um, George Romero wanted to be serious, and uh, Russo, John A. Russo, wanted to have more of a comedic feel to it. They went to court, and pretty much John A. Russo got Night of the Living Dead name, mm-hmm. and then... Um, George Romero got the of the dead. Mm-hmm. You know he could use that in his movies. So the they, land of the dead, and... right? So they went their separate ways. George Romero made serious horror films, as where John A. Russo made funny zombie flicks. Yeah. So that just to kind of explain what I'm talking about. And now a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18. But with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Roberts Field Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMark store. Now bigger, better, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for 
new MythMart, bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jazelmon.com. Okay, back to you, Aaron. Um, I, well, I wrote it down, but I, I wasn't. It, it didn't strike me as much of like it didn't really like give me any kind of like a feel. But it was it, it was Silence of the Lambs? But I changed it to Thirteen Ghosts. Thirteen Ghosts. I think I've. I give me a refresher. What is that about? It's about. I know. You don't remember explaining what it's about. No, you explain because you're better. Okay, it's about this guy and his, he's got he has a son and a daughter and a um, and like a nanny person and he gets a phone call from this guy like wanting them wasn't it supposed to be their, their uncle or something? <clears throat> yeah, I don't think it really ever was though. No, it was supposed to be their uncle wanted them to come and like come to his house or whatever, and he lived in this completely glass house. Oh, is that where the walls closed behind yes. him and cut him in half? Yeah, cut the yes. guy in half. That I've movie. seen yeah. that movie. That yes. Movie. Yes. Like, they had to unleash the 13 ghosts, and one of them was the kid's mom. That's why they wanted him there. Yeah. So that they could bring on the apocalypse or some crap. Yes, yes. That is a good movie. God, I haven't seen that movie. When the part, I remember the part where they cut him open, I was just like, because that's when they first started making gory movies, like really gory movies right. like they have now. Yeah, I remember, like I remember now the it's brain. nothing. It yeah. actually showed. I was yeah. just like. Because the guy blinked and then his bo- the front of his body fell off and you could see the whole inside of his body, yes. his brain, and everything. I was like, whoa. Yeah, that that I remember that just that image in my head popped up when I was reading Science of the Lambs. It's true. That is one of the first gory movies because after that yeah. they came out with a Ghost Ship and that movie was gory. Ghost I have that one gory. in my that was library. Gory too. Yes, where the guy was te- well, he was cutting lines. The lines and it went. Yeah, killed everybody on the the ship deck that were dancing. Yeah. Yes. All right, number six for you, Bets. Um, number six for me is Night of the Living Dead, which you stole for me. Well, we can talk a little bit more about Night of the Living Dead. What was it that appealed to you? I told them what it appealed to me. What what did it? Well, I said because it freaked me out so bad. Because I told you, like I was right. at home by myself the first time watching a zombie movie, and it was just like, like I'd never seen a zombie movie before that. So I'm just like, and then it showed like, even though it was kind of corny in a way, but it wasn't really corny. Now it's considered corny because it's so old, right? But and. When I saw them, like, eating people, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, it basically strikes, like, cannibalism in your mind. Because yes, it is. It is. People eating people. But it freaked me out really bad. Plus, I was home alone. I was about 10. It was all bad. Like I said, I, I literally stayed up till the sun came out, and then I passed out. After I checked, all the doors and windows were locked. Now, the next movie I'm I'm putting down for my number six, Alan Roos and I got in a, an argument about this. And my, my number six pick is Friday the 13th, the remake. The recent remake. That one was pretty good, I thought. 
And he's like, nothing can top the original Friday the 13th, which I respect that. It's the original. And very rarely do I ever say I like the remake better than the original. But, yeah. but like with Dawn of the Dead, I think Friday the 13th, the remake is just better. It's better storytelling. It's better special effects. And while he's got more of a knowledge base on Friday the 13th than I do, I mean, sure, I've seen all 80,000 of them, you know, but he, he, I guess, dissects them and thinks about them and, you know, masturbates to them and, you know, whatever. <laughs> Probably. But, uh, we did. We had, a, we had, we kind of got into a really deep argument discussion about, he was thinking that, he said, yes, it was good, but it wasn't as good as the original. And I'm like, dude, it was the mom who, who was killing everybody. It, to me, I think the original Friday the 13th was really lousy. Yeah. Um, as with this, it, it explained how he was able to pop up, you know, in different places because he had underground tunnels underneath yeah. the lake, and, and it just made sense. It, to me, it was a good movie. It was good. All right, what's your uh, number number five, Aaron? Um, I'm, I'm gonna say this one now, but uh, the House of Wax remake, the House of Glass, wax. wax. Oh, House of Wax. Oh, yes, the what year is that? Ninety like, something. I like the yeah. old. I like the old one. I, I like the remake. I like the remake. Two thousand. Yeah. Was it the one with Paris Hilton? Yeah. It was a. Two, it was a thousand. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot about that one. I like the old one because the old one was freaking creepy. That's the one I was thinking of. When they broke open and you could see like the blood yes. and stuff. Oh. I mean, the, the effects from the one you like are better, but the original one mm-hmm. was way. Eerie. Well, like I have never seen the original one, so I wouldn't know. We'll have to show it to you. And I, I honestly, I thought that was the only House of Wax until I looked it up earlier. And I was like, "There's an original House of Wax." Like, what the oh fuck? yeah, yeah, this, it's yeah. The original one's better. But I, I, I like the fact, like the the whole thing was like, you know how, um, they made the um, the basement catch on fire. And then the floor was just like melting, melting, yeah, and everything because everything was made of wax. Yeah, and, and like you can see like the bottom of the floor just dipping in, and like the people that are like stuck in the wax are like panicking and shit, and like their skin splits open. And you see, like, and it's like, the like flesh oh, underneath. so gross. Yes. Yeah, I thought that was pretty badass. It was good, even despite the fact that it had pure silver. Uh, yeah, I, I I just I paid no attention to that part. Like, <laughs> she died. I was though, happy. So she died. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, number five for you, Betts. My number five is a movie called A Tale of Two Sisters. Ooh, something I haven't heard. It's a Korean movie. Ah. Um, it's not really scary, scary. Uh huh. But it's kind of eerie, and it's it just has a weird feel to it. Is that it. something that we watched together? I don't know if you no. watched it with me or not. Okay, we've been together since I watched it. Give but, me the plot line. Um, there's. I might have been two, these two girls. They they go to live in the countryside with their dad, and. He has like a wife or whatever. Uh huh. And basically, like, there's a younger one and there's an older one, and the um the older one's trying to protect her younger sister because the stepmom is like crazy and she's like abusing them, and the dad doesn't believe anything. And then um. Well, I think I did. I think I did. Like, I I think I woke up and I started watching it. I was like, what the yeah, fuck is and this about? she's like really really mean to her little sister, and it goes on and like there's like all these confrontations. They they keep they keep telling her like, stop. You need to stop acting that way. Like, what's wrong with you? And then it comes to a part with like a confrontation and like she it shows her like kill her stepmother or whatever and like drag no no I lied. There's a part where it sh- shows her like um she finds her little sister's body 
And so she's like drag. She finds it in a cabinet. And she tries to drag it out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's like blood all across the floor. Yeah. And then um. She goes and kills her stepmother. Well, at the end, it find you find out that it it was all like in her head. Like her her sister was a ghost talking to her. Oh really? Her sister died, and her stepmother did kill her on accident. Well, not really kill her on accident, but she kind of let her die on accident because the the two girls went to go live with the dad and the stepmother, and they hated her. And in Japan, they have like their closet aren't built into the walls. They're like a cat, like an armoire. Yeah. And the girl was doing something in the armoire, and she pulled it down, and it fell on top of her. And the stepmother heard it, but she, the little girl just told her off so she didn't go back in there. When they went back, they found her dead. Oh. Well, the, the older sister had been seeing her little sister. They kept telling her, stop. Why do you keep seeing you seeing her? Like, stop. That's the part where they're telling her to stop acting like that. They're going to send her away. Right. It was a good movie. Like, I didn't see and that what coming. what is it called? A Tale of Two Sisters. It's a Korean movie. I didn't see it's that coming. Netflix. Yeah. I didn't see it coming at all. Like, I was like... Like, cause usually I can guess, like, the endings of movies. Uh huh. I like that movie because, like, I really thought that the stepmother was evil, like, she was gonna kill them. I didn't see, like, that there was, like, a plot twist. That's it was a cool. good movie. Um, my number five is the original te- Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think it was creepy too. I've never really. Like, I, I like the whole. It was Leatherface, right? Yeah, yeah. it's Leatherface. Um, I, I, I like the whole fact of, like, his part in the movie. But the I, idea? I was, yeah, I like the, the idea, but, like, the whole like Texas Chainsaw Massacres. I don't know. I I, I was never really into that. It was... I like his character though, like the Leatherface character. I like that character just because of the fact that like he's like oh it's creepy, so ugly, right? You know? I'll, I'll take other people's faces off and put it on myself. Mm-hmm. Like I like that. That was gruesome and just brutal. Well, the original is surprisingly just as gruesome as the remakes. And I don't think they can try. They would have to really push the bar to to try to make one up it, you know. And I know lately with all the remakes, they've been trying to one up, you know. In, in yeah, like uh, what was it My Bloody Valentine? Yeah, yeah. Um, but the original was just good. It freaked me out. It, it was just unnerving. It wasn't scary. It was just freaky. Yeah. Okay, what's next on your list? Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and say. The and I I asked you about this earlier. It was the house House of Corpses slash Devil's House of Region. a Thousand Corpses. House of a Thousand Corpses. That's what it was. Really, House of a Thousand. Corpses. Lacey used to call it that House of a Thousand Corpses. Yes. Remember that? Yes. <laughs> In the Devil's Rejects, since they they go together. Right. And it's and I the thought that I the thing that I thought was so cool about it, and I've never seen it, but um I I, I thought about watching it, and my mom told me she's like, yeah, it, well it's it's made. By Rob Zombie. What? It's so, a horrible movie. It's yeah. But I will say that Delivery I don't like it all, but House of Thousand Corpses was creepy. Like for, yeah. for like the aesthetic of it, like the special effects and all that. The storyline was retarded and the acting was horrible. Yeah. But the aesthetic of the whole movie was just gory and eerie I, and I, nasty. I, I really like the fact that like it was the storyline combined with like the ideas that they had in in it. Like, the acting, it was terrible. And, like, if anybody else made that movie, it would have been a good movie. Yeah. Because I actually got up and left. I have not seen the movie completed. I literally left the movie theater. <laughs> I, I I just didn't like it. So the first and only time you've ever done that? Um, Congo. I left during Congo. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like that movie. Just for the simple fact of the story. Like, if they would have just 
had different people and like different special effects artists, I think it would have been a lot better. Well, that's I mean, and that's that's fine. I mean, it's your your taste. I'm (laughs) not saying it just because it didn't work for me doesn't mean it won't work for you. Right? It's just personal taste. Yeah. Okay. What do you got? My number four is Hellraiser, which I already talked about it. I already explained it. It's creepy. Like I said, it's one of those movies that you watch when you're young and it gives you the chills. My number four was a toss-up. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just put them all down as number four. Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, 4, and 5 was my, my number four pick. Just because, actually, if you watch 3, 4, and 5, it tells one whole story. Yeah. yeah. And that was, as far as Nightmare on Elm Street story-wise, I, there were, those were my favorites. Yeah. Uh, where the chick inherits uh, you know, these powers, and then Freddy Krueger tries to kill her. Her name is Alice, and, you know, then uh, she's introduced in the first one, Dream Dream Warrior, Dream Warrior, Dream Warriors number three, Dream Masters number four, where she like masters to be you know Dream, and then Dream Child is number five, and it's all to do with Alice. Yeah, yeah, and it, uh, it's one I think of my they're all pretty good. I even like the remake. I, I love that whole series. I don't know about the remake because I've never seen the remake. But I liked it. I no, you cannot replace. You cannot replace John Ingle, huh? John Ingle. You... John Ingle. That's the actor who plays Freddy. No, Robert England. Oh, Robert England. Yeah. Robert yeah, you cannot replace Robert England as Freddy Krueger. You can't do it, especially with that Haley Osmond Lee dude, the guy who. Yeah. <clears throat> so go ahead. What's your next one? Um, mine's uh, Dreamcatcher. Stephen King's Dreamcatcher. It's... Just because when I seen it, I was little and I was, it was really, really, really so creepy. He was a child. Really creepy to me. It was good. It was, that movie it was, was fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. It was so good. I actually, it was good enough for me to go by. I have the yeah. movie. Yeah. And it, it, I just like the idea. Yes. Yeah. It was a really, like, I love Stephen King. I love that man. He's very he's brilliant. Very, very talented. And he just has these awesome ideas that aren't always portrayed in the best way, which is not his fault. Right. Like, like people get a. Whole of his script, like yeah. that one movie. Which one? The, not the, is it The Mist? Yes, The Mist. That, that was, was no, not no, it wasn't, no, it wasn't The Mist. It was the one with freaking Mark Wahlberg, where the grass or whatever. You know what I'm talking about it's not The Mist. I don't think is it The Mist? <sighs> oh, that wasn't. You mean M Night Shyamalan movie? Oh no, no, it was The Mist. I think I'm thinking of two movies put together. That was M Night Shyamalan. I'm talking about The Mist is the one where the grocery store and there's that fog outside. Mm-hmm. It's the fog. No, it's no, not it's the fog. The it's called the mist. It's the mist? Yeah. Yes, because there's one called the fog too. But it's not. It's a different movie. Uh, I actually have the fog. Yeah, the I mist see it. <laughs> wasn't the best movie. I don't know why I'm thinking of M. Night Shyamalan's movie mixed with this movie because M. Night Shyamalan movie was horrible. But it's because this movie's pretty bad too. But it's, but he's a very talented man. Um, to rectify what you said about Rob Zombie, my number three is Rob Zombie's first attempt at Halloween. He did a. He did a try to remake. The, he did remake. Uh, he did too. Really? Oh, there's two of them? Yeah, he did Halloween 1 and 2. I liked the first one. I the first seen, one, I seen the second one. The first one was just, it was good. It was creepy. It had that 70s flair to it. Just um, Taylor Lane, who played Michael Myers, just this seven-foot huge monster. You skipped me. Huh? You skipped me. I skipped you. You went from Dreamcatcher to Halloween. Oh, I'm sorry. It's all right. I didn't even notice that. Um, okay, what, what do you got? Um, my number three is Candyman. 
Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That movie scared that me. That movie scared me, too. Really the bad. The first one? Yes. Yeah. The black guy and the bees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you That movie freaked me out so bad. Because you know when you're little... Like when you're when I was little, the Candyman and Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary Bloody were real. Mary. Right, right, right. That's it, and they would dare got, you to go in the bathroom. I, as we're talking <laughs> about this, I got fucking goosebumps just thinking about this. And they're like, I dare you to go in the bathroom and say their name, and no one would do it because we really thought they were gonna get us. Like, right. It was scary. I love that movie. That I, I watch movie. it now still, and I like it, but. It, I think about the way I felt when I first watched these movies. Like when I'm little, there's a different yeah. feeling when, I, when you grow up and watch. Oh yeah, them. when I Definitely. think of the Candyman, I think of the the piano playing. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember that movie. It's because it didn't traumatize you like it did us. No. <laughs> I still oh. got goosebumps right now. I'm just like your number two movie, Aaron. Oh yeah, you already. Um, it mine's between. Two movies. Okay. But like like I said, I just have all the movies that I have. Like two movies. You already said all of them. No, I didn't. Number two. Number two movies. It's what is it? Movies. Which um, one? Or what are they? One's not, I see number two and number one on there. I don't have you I don't even have them labeled. Okay, well if you say both those movies, I'm there's not, not gonna be any movies left. I know that. But <laughs> but it's it pick one for to be your number two movie. Okay, well I'm just gonna say Silent Hill Revelation. No, it's Silent Hill series, from what I've seen, are really good. It's because I played the games. Uh huh. So scary. It's so fucking creepy, dude. No game you will ever play on this earth. Other than that cre- one. What, the one about one? space. Oh yeah. What about Dead Space? Dead Space. That's yeah. the creepiest. Dead Space and Silent Hill are the fucking creepiest game. I can't even play scary games like that. You will ever play. I can't get her to play Dead Space, because she'll fucking, she'll Rolling freak out and freak she'll out. throw it and break really? it. Yeah, it's that freaky, but Silent Hill Revelation is probably the most accurate portrayal of a video game I've ever seen. And it, it's just, it, it's so... I thought that Silent Hill Revelation, it was, why it was good, the original Silent Hill because, like, to me, when you, when you watch the original Silent Hill, it's so freaky. Because, like, if you've seen the game, like, I've never played it, but I've seen, right. like, Justin play it. Like, he's not want to play I'm like, hell no, I don't want to play that game. Like, ever since, I, ever since I played Resident Evil, it, like, traumatized me to play scary games. But, and, like, when you watch the first one and you see those nurses and then, like, the pyramid head. Yeah. It was just like, oh, my God, like, this shit is creepy. Like, that's something out of a, a like, really bad nightmare. I don't think that... If they would have made the mannequins and Pyramid Head as good as they did in Silent Hill Revelation, I probably would have just been so mad. Like, oh, that mannequin thing was so freaky. It was like a big monster that had all these... Man- have you seen that movie? No, not yet. It's like a big monster that has like all these mannequin arms and heads all over it. And it, it the the face was a, it was a giant baby face. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, freaky. it's fucking awesome. It's on Netflix now if you want to see it. Okay. My turn. Don't forget. Number me. two, Bets. My number two movie is a movie called Dolls. Oh, that movie? of course I've seen Dolls. It has a little um, jester. Yes. That movie's freaky. And they, the, they, the the dad at the end, he becomes one of the dolls. Yeah, he becomes that little jester guy. Yes. That movie, I like the movie just because I, I know it's kind of corny. I still like to watch it, though. Absolutely. Because it makes me think, it has the same feel to it as Puppet Master. Yes. That feel, I don't even know if it's by the same person or anything like that, but... It has the same feel to it, and it's just one of those creepy movies, but it's a I good movie. I think I've seen that movie. 
since people break down and they go to his house and they have all these dolls and if I could yeah. actually ever find it, I would buy it. It's on. I think it's on Netflix. No, I mean I would buy it. Yeah, I could buy. You buy find it. <clears throat> That's another movie that shoots you me like back. You like that movie? Oh, absolutely. Oh, I love that movie. That's another movie that shoots me back to Grandma Mona's. She watched that too. Yes. Right, what's your name too? I think I. I think I. Well, let me just stick oh, on sorry. this real fast. I think I see a pattern developing. I'm now just realizing that Grandma Mona enjoyed horror films. Yeah. yeah. Which, she she's the one that made Twisted Freaks that your family is. Yes. <laughs> no, but if you think about it, it didn't carry on to anybody else but mom and then right. to us. Because like Manny and Justin, they like scary movies, but they're not like us. Right. They're not like horror movie fanatics. Boss, yeah. Because I watch horror movies all the time. It don't matter what month it is. He knows because he gets yeah. irritated with me. So all I ever want to watch is horror movies. Bad horror movies sometimes. That's what Well, you have to find the, the diamonds in the rough. <laughs> exactly. I'll exactly. watch bad horror movies. To see, I maybe know. I'll like it. You never know. But it's funny, though, because mom's the only one. That, mom loves horror movies more than anybody else, and we love horror movies more than anybody else in our family. Yes. It's funny. My number two pick is A Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, I think I've told this story before. I seen it with my great grandmother, um, my cousin Larry, HBO. HBO was fairly a new thing, um, 1984, I think, and it was just scared the shit out of me. I wouldn't sleep for like <laughs> three or four days. I finally was just so tired. I closed my eyes in school and I just went boom and hit the desk and I was out. That's at school. Yes. Were they trying to wake you up? Yeah. Well, they woke me up, but I mean, I was just like. I mean, finally fell asleep. It just collapsed. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, Aaron, your number one horror film. And th- well, this this movie right here is actually fairly recent, and it, it to me, it's okay. When when I say indie, I think of like independent. Yeah, right. that is indie, so, like Sundance, IFC. Yeah, well, Slam this Dance. this movie is uh, an independent horror film we've both seen it well it's not really horror it's like action suspense horror gore it's okay. a pretty good movie and it's on netflix and it's called the collection the collection the collection kind of like has a soft feel to it uh-huh but it's actually like a really good movie it's it's got the soft feel plus on top of that an actual story that goes with it <laughs> people locked up for whatever reason. yeah like in in it's so good because you could think that it could almost be real. That's cool. Because it's, good to watch. it's a good movie. It's a very good movie. I'm not gonna say anything because I know you'll probably want to watch it. Yeah, now place. I want to watch it. Yeah. And um, just just by the cover of it, you'll be like, "What the fuck is this movie about?" The collection. The collection. Yeah. Bets. My number one, of course, creepiest movie is The Exorcist because we all know that growing up in a religious family. That shit is scary. Yes. It still scares me to this day. And and let's just go ahead and, and say that we'll just combine this last piece to topic of number one Exorcist. is Exorcist. Um, yeah, go ahead. It's just a scare. Okay, like, I believe that people can be demon possessed. Oh, absolutely. And when you believe that, that, I mean, that is a true story, first of all, based on a true story, but right. it's just scary. Like, because nothing is scarier than something like that. I mean, yeah, you know, people come murdering you in your house is scary. But something like that is scary because you have no control over it. You can't protect yourself. There's nothing you can do. You know what I'm saying? Physically. Right. It just freak, freaks me out because it could happen. 
I don't want it to happen, but it could happen. I've never seen the original Exorcist. What? No, I've never have. Just never, so never, happens never. I have the Exorcist. You gotta let us borrow it. I have the uncut director's version. You gotta let us borrow that because he's gotta watch this. I've never seen. I, I've never had any desire to see any of the Exorcist movies because I seen one of the remakes and it just turned me off completely. Yeah, because the remake sucks. Yeah, I know. It, and that wasn't the remake. That was the Exorcist the beginning. Yes, unfortunately, I have that. They don't have remakes of it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. There's no no Exorcist remake. And if they ever made Exorcist, it better be damn good. And it it better be the best thing ever of the year. I don't think they would. I don't think they could. I don't think they could either, but they would try. But, like, I know know it's different for you guys because you guys have grown up in religious household and right. I've never But even if you it. believe it doesn't and matter No, but I I do believe that people could be demon possessed. Yeah, but I'm saying even if you believed in demons or not, say if you thought you believed in ghosts or whatever. Anything right. paranormal like that, that movie will freak you out. Yes. Yes. In general. And it, and even to to this day I have to build up courage to watch it. And usually by the time You just can't be like, I'm gonna go watch the exorcist. You're like no. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I've probably talked about this before, but I remember when um it was before me and you got together. It was probably like a year before, two years before we got together. I was sitting in the living room with my with my ex-boyfriend, Chris, and we're watching it because he had never seen it before because he doesn't like scary movies. And I, I'm like, you're going to watch this movie. Like, you have to watch it. Everybody has to see this. Everybody that, you know, is Everybody alive see, needs yeah. to see this movie, like, at least once. So we start watching it, and then our Uncle Dean comes out, and he starts flipping out, flipping out. Debbie, you're letting her watch that movie in your house? Oh, my God. Why are you letting her watch that movie? You know she's out there watching extras, right? My mom's like, yeah. She's like, you're letting her watch it in your house. She's like, yeah. He goes, <sighs> and he didn't sleep all night. Because we were because we were watching the movie. He didn't sleep all night. <laughs> he didn't watch it either. But to know that we were watching it scared him so bad that he couldn't sleep. I, um, that is the only movie that, scares me after it ends. Yeah. It's the only movie that I've ever seen that I'm walking around the house in the <laughs> middle of the day still praying. You know, it just it 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 does something to my core. Yeah. It's it frightens my core and that's the only film ever made that could do that to me. Yeah. Because like you said, we've seen a lot of horror films. Yeah. So, all right. I think that's enough for this week, kids. I'm tired. I don't know about the lovebirds. You guys look pretty good, though. I'm not too tired. We got coffee. <laughs> Cap- well, right now we got smoothies waiting for us at the house. Ooh. Ooh, chia seed smoothies. Ooh, I'm just kidding. No, I don't know, man. Those smoothies were pretty fucking good. Yeah. All right. So, for this week, I am David K. Montoya. I'm Rick C. Lofgren. And if you're not a fan of horror films, you can go fuck yourself. And you, <laughs> might, be seen, and you might be seeing red. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, folks. Happy
Don't say we didn't warn you.